I'd consider you would. being the little spoon. No, I, I think she could do for more for me than I could do for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the little spoon. <laughs> Keep me warm. <laughs> Welcome to Brolapsed. I am the professor. I am Beef Richards. And I am Illuminati Scotty for all your conspiracy needs. <laughs> it was really hard to say my name seriously. <laughs> Beef sound, Richards. Sound like you were trying to put a little extra into it. I was. That that was my announcer voice. He's beefy. And now back to Beef Richards. <laughs> This is Steve Richards on scene with the local report. (laughs) (laughs) People are still inside. (laughs) Which actually, I think that brings up the first, uh, the social etiquette. How how have you guys been handling this whole COVID-19? Work, home, recreation? Ooh. Well, I think, I mean, my boss told me yesterday I can have two up to two now work from home days so i'm fortunate enough not to be in a um position to stay home uh, and not work so uh, you know i guess i'm just blessed hashtag blessed uh, <laughs> blessed all right but when i do venture out into the public yes uh, i make some distinct observations in the community i don't know how scott feels but uh i could say from from my experience um there's uh we live in a decent area but it's we're kind of surrounded by ghetto so when you go out to the walmarts um walmarts yeah Walmart. when you go out there you see people wearing masks but their nose is exposed like they're they're not totally not doing it right and yeah. they'll pull their mask down to yell at somebody like touching their face um hookers aren't practicing ppe like it's it's out of control out here. do they yeah. ever well uh, well yeah i mean from I, what I, hear, I don't know <sighs> for a fact but yeah well i did i did go out to a major uh home improvement store the other day and uh there was a lady there that you, didn't, you can didn't say s- the name i mean maybe they'll sponsor us <laughs> maybe not <laughs> the uh I will say she did not speak of the English real well, but she was wearing a mask and latex gloves. And I'm just sitting there going, you know, from, you know, Scott and I both working in environments where, you know, we understand cross-contamination and we're not Mm -hmm. talking about hookers right now. Or, or Uh, jism or anything. Yeah. Anything like (laughs) that. Well, maybe jism. We're talking, we're talking legit, legit taxable jobs. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But we, uh, you know, I understood cross-contamination, and I'm just like, I can guarantee you, and I, and I watched her, and she was, like, touching this, and then going and touching that, and touching the, and it's just kind of like, what are you doing? You're not, you're not helping your case at yeah. all. Yeah. It's like, you might, it's like, are you alcoholing after every 10 minutes or every time you touch something? No. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Well, yeah. and, and to add to that, when you remove those gloves, there's a technique to it also, so you don't 
physically touch yeah. the outside of the gloves. So I'm sure these people, when they go to remove them, they're just touched, you know, yeah. fing fingering themselves all over the place. So. <laughs> <laughs> would, but would we have thought that if we hadn't been in that kind of environment before, though? I don't know. I, like I, I was at Target yesterday, and you know now they have a line. They they only let you go in uh, when someone comes out. And the mm -hmm. woman in front of me had uh, latex gloves on, no mask, and she, that makes sense. yeah. The the Target screener at the door was giving her shit about the mask, and she got really upset. Um, you know, saying I didn't know it was required, and she says, "Yes, it's countywide here," and and that's true. I mean, they made a big deal of it on the news. She eventually lets her go in and she's got her gloves and she's touching everything. And I'm like talking to my wife saying, you know, with, with my medical background, I'm like, okay, what she's doing is all wrong. And I'm pointing everything out. Little did I know someone behind me was wearing gloves, listening in oh, on shit. our conversation. <laughs> so I hear this, oh, well, I guess I better take my gloves off from behind me. And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. I turned around. I said, are you are you aware of like you're just spreading it, you know, uh, yeah. unless you yeah. touch something, remove gloves, put a new pair of gloves on before you touch the next thing. You're just contributing to the problem. Yeah. My wife's totally embarrassed, of course. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that, you know. <laughs> well, but that goes along with, uh, you know, obviously we could get into huge. I wouldn't even say debates, but discussions about it of. You know, are we talking about the tube steak showdown? <laughs> that would be a contest. It wouldn't yeah. be a discussion. Oh, My okay. mic holder just went limp. <laughs> <laughs> he put it right back up to his mouth, though. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready to go. And he's back. <laughs> um, but I, I think that you get, uh, you know, if you're un unlucky enough to you know, come down with a positive test of COVID-19. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, Who would that but be? I don't know. <laughs> I think that, you know, the government's doing a good job of, you know, I'm torn between, you know, something like, you know, reopening the state and understanding that, you know, you know, do you want to contribute to the possible deaths of loved ones or whatever yeah. it may be? Yeah, it's so it's, a, it's tough. It's a legitimate concern. I mean, you know, like things need to get rolling. But I've talked to a lot of people that are like, um, oh, like big gym people. And even those guys were like, after the 18th of May, whenever the gyms can open again, they're even yeah. saying like, I'm going to wait. Like they're not going, they don't trust it. So, well, I think it's, I think it's only smart to kind of don't go full bore back into it. Yeah. I mean, that I think is stupid. But I think people also, and I, Beef, I don't know how it is out there. <laughs> Good catch. Thank you. I don't know how Beef. it is out there. <laughs> but I don't know how it is out there, but, you know, like here, we're just now getting, uh, like, drive up nasal swab stations. Yeah, no, we, we've had the drive-in stuff for a while. Um, I, I think it's it's an interesting mix here. California is a melting pot um, of people. So while I am incredibly liberal and probably am the, the only 
far left leaning person here uh <laughs> there there's a mix here we we had huntington beach yesterday had like uh thousands of people show up to protest and you know they all just want to go to the beach and i want to surf and, and you know um yeah, I, we don't have that problem here with <laughs> yeah but like i would i would much more understand a protest about you know reopening your private business you know some something that has caused financial difficulty for you i I do understand both sides um but yeah working working for a hospital system i also understand the the other side too so i think compromise should be in the middle but you know that should be evaluated for your local area you know right now we're we're just compounding we're getting a ton of of new cases and our icus are over flooding at least in my county so see and i think uh you run into the issue I saw. Did you guys watch, uh, by any chance, the video of the two doctors out in California that, like, you know, they had good points, but I think you come to realize, if I'm pretty sure, that they, like, these two guys, these two doctors, owned several, like, emergency care-type places that were mm-hmm. losing money. Oh, the urgent care. The urgent care. Yeah. So it's kind of like, so then, like, they were, the video was on Facebook, it was on YouTube, and next thing you know, you can't find it on YouTube anymore. <clears throat> and so it was, you know, obviously people were like, yeah, you can even tell at this point in the video that the numbers were not, you know, correct. He was using the wrong this and that. And, you know, there's like these guys were more upset that the fact that they're losing money because yeah. they can't get all the patients that would normally come in. Of course. So, and I, and I think that's kind of with everybody else too, is with, uh, you know, especially here, you get on Facebook and it's just people bitching constantly about, you know, we need to reopen. This is fucking horseshit, you know, and and it's like, <laughs> I agree, we do need to reopen. But like, I think I asked both of you and I know I asked Scott is like, would they still be if they were all still getting paid the same amount of money and shut and being shut down at the same time, would they be bitching and saying, let's reopen it? Right. Yeah. And so it's like, so I get it. Is it? You know, are are you looking at your own safety, your own personal safety, while at the same time you're trying to say that you don't care because you don't believe this is a big deal? Or yeah. if your money was coming in, would you magically all of a sudden care about everybody's safety? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're still making, it's kind of like me, you know, I'm I'm still getting paid and, and I go back to work in a couple of days, but I still care about the safety of people. Well, I think if you threw in like rent and and mortgage and any other kind of loan forgiveness temporarily, we wouldn't have the debates. Yeah. Yeah. But the downside to that would be um, (coughs) like in three months, like if they give you a mortgage relief for three months, like, but in three months, are they going to come, are three months worth of payments going to come due at once? Or are they going to tack that onto the back of the loan, you know? I think well, it would it would work if it were tacked on it back. I mean, obviously, you're not earning an income. It's not you're not gonna be able to just automatically pay it all of a sudden. Well, it's like yeah. yeah, if you could, if at the end of three month period, you could come up with however much money that you needed for those three months worth of, you know, rent or mortgage. Wouldn't yeah. you just pay it during that three months then? Yeah. Well, Instead of like oh, yeah, here's ten grand or whatever that you owe. Yeah, and that's what there was a couple people I worked with that said their banks told them that they offered this, uh, um, like mortgage forgiveness or, or a special program to help right now. And that was their concern. Are they going to hit them 
with uh, for four thousand dollars at once in three months, or you know, like, or there would there was a lot of mis or uh, not a lot of information about it, how it was handled. So that's kind of scary if you jump into something like that not knowing what the details are. So. Yeah. Hey, do you guys have nextdoor.com out there? Is that a thing where you guys live? Yeah, we, we do have it. I, I I don't have it. I've got the ring doorbell. I think Scott's got the I have the doorbell. ring. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's basically it's like a Craigslist for your local neighborhood. Um, hmm. It's a website where people just go on like you can post. Like, lately, everybody's posting like you get to know your neighbors really well reading this thing. I should send you guys some links on it. It's yeah. <laughs> like people are bitching about the stupidest things and they get I don't in believe arguments. <laughs> I do not believe that people are bitching about the stupidest thing. <laughs> yeah, well, they're talking about opening this hiking trail uh, up on this certain street. Like, you know, oh, you know, they shouldn't open that yet. And, oh, you're stupid for having that opinion. And people are like knock down, drag out. And these are like you, you have a, a picture of your face on your account. And it they shows you exactly you what neighborhood you live in. Yeah, that's great. It's kind of <laughs> stupid. Yeah, you know, like I, yeah, come probably over get here sued. and make me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna no change more. my name to Beef. Yeah, no more <laughs> being profile. a key, a keyboard warrior after that. Yeah, you, you gotta I be. A, I think I think you get plenty of people that say the same thing if they, you know, if people knew exactly where you lived, what your phone number was, and everything else as soon as you opened your mouth on social media, you know, when you start saying something stupid or offensive and people are like, I'm going to come over there and beat your ass. You're like, I think okay, it would, meet me it at would the change. corner. It would, yeah. I'm already there. I can track your GPS. 30 seconds, bitch. <laughs> and then you show up and drop your pants. 30 seconds. Like, put your fists up and drop your pants and, and they'll never. want to fight you. That's right, yeah. You show up half naked oiled up they're probably not gonna want to punch me in the up. punch me in the butthole as hard as you can i dare you step on my cubes yeah. we need we need that uh uh sound effect that you created yeah. last yeah. night yeah. it was more slim time in time bro lapsed bro lapsed <laughs> But, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, I, I went to the store the other day and there was like, you know, it was kind of like half and half. Half people were wearing masks. Uh, the other half, obviously, were not. And, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, are you doing any good? Are you following the all the, the other instructions? Don't touch everything. You know, at this point in time, I feel like you've gone shopping how many times in your life? you most people will grab the same things every time they go to the store yeah and see i used to um rub, rub them on my nuts and kind of polish them and then put them back on the back. shelf but i don't do that anymore <laughs> i think that's only the considerate thing to do right was that and it was that hoping that the like the herpes would nullify the virus or well that was pre covid-19 i was just oh. polishing my nuts okay <laughs> all right because that's what I've been doing too, but mine's well, he's, for, he's for got the herpes to wipe it out. He's got this itch, but there's no urgent cares open to go get it taken care of. <laughs> yeah. And the teledoc service he was using, it got real awkward when he showed him what the problem was. Yeah, they said it was non-essential. <clears throat> Turned me and away. It, and it has a smell. <laughs> it has a smell, but you can't get it through the 
the video conference here. <laughs> Does it smell like beef? <laughs> <laughs> smells like almonds. You damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. You're horrible. No way. We're the best and you know it. <laughs> that's right. Well, and that's that's the thing. I think this right here is a good indication of how I don't know. Scott, would you consider yourself to be more independent? I mean, not like wiping your own ass independent. But Are you like, talking about divorced? Because I've been divorced twice. <laughs> so Obviously, it sounds like you're codependent. Yeah, I'm codependent. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like not Republican, not Democrat, but more independent. Yeah. I mean, I, I really do believe that both sides need to go. Like there's because. It, yeah, because at this point the politicians are out for their own personal gain. Like, I just don't see them fighting for us. So, well, like the, what was the one Senator that out on the East coast or somewhere, or South Carolina or something that like went ahead and sold stock. Yeah. There was like four oh, of yeah. them involved in that. Yeah. It's just like, do you not think people are watching every damn move that you're, that you're doing? If, if Martha but, but Stewart I, couldn't get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a America's royalty right there, and she got put in the pokey. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it was a rough time too. Yeah, but of, I, I say that because I'm I'm I consider myself more independent because I can lots of scissoring. Oh yeah, <laughs> back to that sound effect from the <laughs> motion graph. <laughs> uh oh, they're stuck. <laughs> but uh, but I I think that this right here, you know, there's even with the COVID-19 stuff going on, there is a lot of separation still of, you know, liberals and Republicans or Democrats and Republicans and all that kind of stuff. And it gets tiring. And I think that to me, I'm proud that we actually in this podcast have somebody that is a crazy liberal. Uh, I mean, liberal (laughs) (laughs) and us, but it shows that you can get along without right. Having to, hate each other yeah it's obviously. just about respecting everyone's opinion you know everybody's got a reason for their their beliefs their views and i find that most people don't 100 percent align with right left you know it, yeah. there, there's a mix you know i i think that there's gray areas and there's conditional things um i think some of the laws are written to be vague for that reason but everyone's interpretation is just going to be personally motivated so you know why spend your time just arguing with everybody and that's how i feel there's there's just too much you know it sounds sappy and stupid but it's like there's already enough negativity in the world that you know to find any new news thing that comes out whether it be the COVID 19 or whatever and people want to make it all a political thing to where it's like, see, yeah. you know, Trump did this or, you know, the other person, Pelosi is still drunk and yeah, it's mentally just, incompetent. You it's, know, I mean, it's it, nonstop. They find they use everything as an excuse to drag politics into it. It's terrible. Yeah, it gets a little old. The only thing I like about politics is I wish that Sarah Palin would have become president because then I could say that. Um, she would be a pilf, P I L F. Didn't you feel that way about Reagan? I when I was a kid, I was I my sexual identity wasn't developed yet, so yeah. You were confused. I was. I was all in on Walter Mondale. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on to less serious 
conversation. I know we started out deep. Maybe we should have uh, uh, eased I've never into started that off way. deep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's person. I mean, harder and for harder you. and faster. Yes, I can do, <laughs> but deeper. No. Yeah, he's a shallow water guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't need waiters. Just likes to get his toe wet. <laughs> and not the big toe. Usually balls deep means something to most people. I can still be balls deep, but... <laughs> it ain't giving much. I mean... He's never been uh, deep-throated because it's physically impossible. <laughs> it's like, no, that's my incisor. Do you like your, you like your ivories tickled? <laughs> <laughs> How about this sounds, for a whitener? It? Sounds like a xylophone. But no, my 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 question was uh, off the topic of that was, uh, you know, since there's a lot of sitcoms out there, not and, and I don't watch a lot of, I haven't seen a lot of the newer sitcoms. You know, most of the ones that I think of were probably in the '90s and maybe the first ten years of 2000s, but. If you could model your family off of a sitcom, what would it be and why? Scott, you want to take this one first? Are we talking about like current or growing up? Either. You, this is discussion time. Okay, I'm going to start out with growing up and say it was like, uh, my name is Earl. (laughs) (laughs) And and then it morphed once I started getting married multiple times it morphed into um oh al bundy uh married with children married with children yep <laughs> then it turned into law and order it did oh yeah. wait that's not a sitcom but that's where it went that's my my ex-wife that's law and order <laughs> so was it svu it could be yes yeah <laughs> i uh you know for me growing up mine was yeah, man that was pretty boring so that could be quite a few sitcoms, but it was it on PBS. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like uh, like Nova or something. Or you're saying it's pretty boring. Yeah. So well, you know, we didn't really have, uh, you know, like right now. Like I would say that I always loved the dynamic of Roseanne, yeah, because it was a lot of sarcasm and shit talking and dysfunction and. To me, that was more fun. That's more to me. It's more fun that way than you know. I don't know. Everything's perfect, but like I said, I can't. You know, some of these people. I don't watch TV. Everything I watch now is basically Netflix <coughs> or you know, yeah, Hulu or something. But you know, if I had, like I said, if I had to pick one, I think Roseanne would be a a good one to model a family off of. I'm Roseanne. I was gonna say I can't, <laughs> I I can't see your mom being Roseanne. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> she was the she was the witty one. Now, if it was my dad, no, he not really witty, not really quick witted at all, and he was always quiet. You know what show I just thought of that reminds me of who your dad would fit into is uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And his, um, the dad on there, the dad, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's a that's a good fit. I will agree. Uh, that uh, 
I would say if my, if I had to base my mom off of somebody, it would be more of uh, George's mom off of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, walk in and on my son treat his body like it's an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> that that wouldn't have been me though. She'd have been talking about your your brother, other son. Okay, or your the sister. one that the one that whacks You're my sister. <laughs> You're my sister. You're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> I would I would say, um, you know, as far as sitcoms go, I didn't watch a lot. I mean, I, I always thought my mom reminded me of Roseanne, but she was hardly there. So I'm, I'm going to use my uh, Richards family upbringing and compare that to Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only child, uh, latchkey kid. <laughs> created my own entertainment um i could see per- that yeah you know <laughs> um yeah so i hope that's not a downer but i enjoyed it actually i, I got a lot of freedom uh yeah. i'd say what's that home, home alone's like one of my favorite movies so that's awesome yeah it's great i mean and and you know while i wasn't like battling burglars every day there was a moment in uh <laughs> high school Tur- turd burglars i was battling those every day (laughs) but in high school i actually had to um pull a shotgun on someone when i was home alone uh we lived in a really bad neighborhood and um you know this guy came pounding on the door and he basically demanded to be let in and i could hear uh somebody else around the back of the house trying to open my window so I went straight into the, my uh, stepdad's room, got the shotgun. I was like, all right. At that time, I had a, we didn't have a cordless phone. Um, so I got on the phone. <laughs> to all you like, younger people. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> called a landline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I got the phone. It was, it was hilarious because I got the phone and, uh, you know, kind of tucked it between my neck and my, my cheek. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, I was like calling 911 and cocking the shotgun at the same time. And I was like yelling at these guys like, I am armed. I'm calling the police. Uh, so very Home Alone-esque with a little bit of an adult twist. I, I think uh, what I'd like, what's the question? What would it be if I could model my my family off a sitcom? Have you ever seen the movie Easy A? Mm-hmm. Is that with Emma Stone? Yeah. 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 And I, I like that one, man, just because, you know, the 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 daughter was level-headed. Uh, the parents were cool as hell. And, you know, they had a sense of humor about everything. You know, they took things seriously when they needed to, but I, I just thought it'd be like an ideal family, you know? I do like, uh, like the kids will come home or something, or one of the kids will come home and I'll be like, what are you doing, shithead? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, somebody that's not used to that, it's going to be like, oh my God, he's so emotionally abusive. That that kid's going to have such a hard time, you know, with that. But they, they just, I'll be like, hey, what's up, shithead? And they'll be like, oh, not much. We're, we're just coming back to, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't even phase him anymore. So yeah. internally, he's like, I'm saving for therapy bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you while you sleep, fatty. <laughs> That's probably quite a few in my life, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I do I do like that too because like when I was when I was growing up, you know, it's kind of like the Roseanne thing again. It was like you know my parents never told me 
don't drink. You know, you can't drink. Yeah. It was more of a, if you're going to drink, don't drink like your dad did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's, and that's the thing is, you know, my dad was, you know, back in those days though, that was small town. Mm -hmm. That's what they did. They drank, you know, but sometimes I wonder if they were as stupid about it as kids are nowadays or what but it was nice it was nice to have that uh you can you know if you're gonna do it be smart you know and i like that and that's kind of how i feel like roseanne was was you know they may you know you're gonna take the trash out for a week now if my parents were to you know hear from somebody that i got shit hammered out somewhere and was doing something stupid that may be a different story but it would be just to keep you from doing something stupid and hurting yourself or hurting somebody else. But they're not, they weren't like assholes about it. Like you were, you drank a, you know, a, what is it? Some Boone's farm, you know, and then beat the shit out of him. You know, no, it was, you know, but I didn't really drink that much. So, you know, I didn't really drink until after I was 21 all that much, but that's how I was. Yeah. I went to college and blew up. Like, and my parents threatened to pull me out of school and put me in charter. Um, <laughs> alcohol poisoning. Um, I was labeled as the alcoholic RA. So, <laughs> AKA the fun RA. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I got room checked more than anybody on that campus, and I was an RA. So, it's bullshit. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I was, uh, because of all the freedoms I enjoyed. I drank it at an early age. My stepdad used to brew his own beer, hey, and nice. um, he'd never count the bottles, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, like, by the time I was a senior in high school, I was, I was like, I felt like beer was for pussies, and uh, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like, I'm, I'm moving on to uh, whiskey, and, oh, man, I, I just remember by the age of 23, I had a freaking ulcer. Uh, from overconsumption of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I hardly drink anymore. I mean, I might have one glass of whiskey every quarter or something like that, but... You don't have um, to You mean... No, what, I'm serious. You might have to clarify a quarter because a quarter for me is like every 15 minutes. <laughs> so No, I mean, every three months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I barely drink anymore, and, and a lot of that's my wife doesn't drink. Uh, I don't want my kids to obviously grow up the way I did. So trying yeah. to model a little bit for them, but well, that, that's good though, that you aren't a lone drinker like I am and me <laughs> I, you drink I, by yourselves. Cause I do. I mean, yeah. I'll, you know, my wife doesn't, you know, she'll be like, Oh, I need some vodka. And I'll be like, you know, a couple hours later, it'll be nighttime. Be like, you want to drink? No. <laughs> and I'm like, as I'm drinking one or two or three, I'm like, Oh, okay. Maybe I'll slow down a bit. <laughs> I made you one. So can't let it go to waste. Well, actually, I'm already halfway through that one, so I can make you another. <laughs> I I would say I kind of drank alone. My wife doesn't drink, but she does smoke. So she does her thing, I do mine. Hey, you know, and that's, what was it, the, the comedian that said something about, you know, reading those Are You an Alcoholic pamphlets? And it was like, it's like, do you drink alone? He's like, I live alone. <laughs> you know, so, of course, you know, so of course I, of course I drink alone. 
you know. But it's funny for me because on my 21st birthday, I ended up getting just shit hammered bad. And I think that's what kept me from being an alcoholic ever since then because it was horrible. I bet yeah. you my I bet you my blood alcohol content was like quadruple what oh it God. should be. Yeah, it was horrible. Then I mixed it because of my fat ass. I mixed it with like a pint of M M&M and M ice cream. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've heard this story. Yeah, oh, it, was, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It's the best ab workout though. Throwing up a bunch of times. If my yeah. abs were solid. Dang. Yeah, to, my, fat. I gotta say my 21st birthday was the only time I ever got like sick or threw up from drinking. It was crazy. I, I was actually working that night. Um, I was a transporter. Uh, no, like, no. See, I knew you were going to go there. You're J- <laughs> Jason Statham type trans- transporter. No, not that fun. <laughs> okay. I was, I was transporting patients for one of the hospitals. So. Oh, um, it was busy that night. I was working like the 3 to 11.30 shift, and uh, a friend of mine from high school was going to come pick me up. We are going to go have a couple drinks and, you know, told some people at work, and they basically said, oh, yeah, we'll come buy you some drinks. And um, I didn't. It was too busy. I didn't get a lunch break, so I'm going on an empty stomach. And we go to this place in Newport Beach called the Goat Hill Tavern. It's like one of those where you, you know, you eat peanuts and throw the shells on the floor kind of mm-hmm. thing. Love those places. They lined seven or eight different drinks. Like, they basically bought me all my drinks. Um, I didn't get to choose what it was, so I just drank what they put in front of me. And by 2 a.m., I was spinning. (laughs) And I remember this specifically because um, my friend who showed up uh, that was going to buy me drinks, he he drove me, and he didn't have anything to drink. But he was freaking nervous as hell because as soon as we pulled out um, of the parking lot, I told him, like, dude, I'm feeling sick, you know, and cops pull us over and he's like panicking. He's he's dripping sweat. He's starting to stutter. They get him out and uh, basically put me in the back of the car. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I wasn't cuffed, but they put me in the back of the car. So they do a field sobriety test on him, which he fails and they take him away, <laughs> they leave his truck there. And they drive me, and I remember this, if, if you're ever in Newport Beach, there's a Denny's on Bristol and Red Hill. <laughs> they, they drive me there, drop me off, and at this point it's like 2.30 a.m., and they're like, find a ride home, buddy. And I'm looking around, I'm like, well, where's the payphone? You know, back then I had a pager. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, where's the payphone? And, and they're like, yeah, there's one over on the corner, and they took off. So I walk in, I don't have any change. I walk into this Denny's just blitzed. And um, the lady's like, hey, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I need I need quarters. I need to make a phone call. So she gives me change. I walk out, I call it, I call information, right? You used to have to dial 411 and say, uh-huh. I need a cab company near this address. And they're like, okay, sir, where are you? And I'm like, fuck if I know. So I look around and I said, uh, Bristol and Red Hill. And uh, she's like, sir, I need a physical address. And I was like, okay, hang on. She goes, you'll have to call me back, sir. (laughs) So I had to walk back in Denny's, ask the address, and then go back out and call again. I forgot to get more change. So then (laughs) I go back into the Denny's, (laughs) ask for another dollar worth of quarters, and then come back out and make the call. And it's like probably 4 a.m. before I get home. 
my friend's dad calls me at 5 a.m. saying, hey, he's not home yet. Have you heard from him? And I'm like, he hasn't called you? And uh, I had to, like, explain to him, still drunk, uh, intermittently uh, throwing up that his son had had been put in prison. (laughs) And, I mean, that's my 21st birthday, so I can't forget that. It's one of those things where, like, I mean, I threw up so much um, for not having eaten a meal. Like, what what can come out of you that much? You know, what's I didn't drink a lot. It was maybe ten drinks. I mean, I guess that's a lot. That's enough. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like the amount of vomit and the smell, my parents hated me. I was still living with them at the time. It was horrible. You know, you you have those friends who just can't handle their liquor, and I used to be like, oh fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Till it happens to you, and then you're the asshole. Well, that's that's the joy. I remember class party senior year. All I did was sit in this lawn chair in the middle of nowhere. Everybody's you know, everybody's up running around being dumbasses, and I'm sitting in this lawn chair for however many hours. And I had taken Sunny D or orange juice, and I poured that into the bottle of Barton's vodka, oh, and that's what I, I drank on. Yeah, and. When I finally got up out of that lawn chair, it finally was like, oh, shit, you know, because I was fine until then. And I don't think, I think I managed to not throw up, but we stopped at a gas station in town when we got back. Luckily, the one friend I was driving didn't drink at all. And I stumbled out of the car, you know, went and had to take a piss. Look in the look in the mirror, and my eyes are just completely bloodshot. I mean, <laughs> horrible. And so after that point, it took quite a while before I could drink orange juice again, because I was like, "This is a bad idea." And that was kind of back in the days, like I think a lot of people experience is, "I'm gonna get fucked up," so yeah. I'm just gonna pour a lot of a lot of alcohol in this drink, yeah. and the get cheaper fucked. the better. Yeah, exactly. And I used to drink, you know, kind of like you. I used to drink beer more but then I became the I don't like to feel bloated like that and I don't like having to take a piss every five minutes yep once you break the seal yeah so I was like I'm gonna drink alcohol and that way I can have a mixed drink or two and I'll feel a good buzz and that's Mm -hmm. it sometimes I may have gone overboard uh, but as far as being the the drunk or alcohol guy that nobody likes. It wasn't me, thankfully. So I was, I wasn't the guy that got naked and went streaking and that would be bad for everybody. That was me too. (laughs) (laughs) But, but generally people liked me, but I was the one that got sloppy drunk and I was like a skateboarding. You were were the fucking entertainment. (laughs) I was, that's what I, I remember very clear several times showing up to parties and people were like, Scott's here. Now it's a party. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now I think, I think moving on, one of Scott's favorite TV shows that he there's, loves. There's some hot chicks on there. Naked Until, like, and afraid. Yes. Now I've never seen that. You've oh, never seen that. Awesome. Now yeah. Scott, for the people listening and for Jeremy, I don't know who all maybe doesn't know it. Explain the concept of Naked and Afraid. It's uh, two strangers that show up in the middle of some godforsaken place uh, with barely any fresh water, um, 
killer animals, like killer weather, and they have to strip down totally naked and then find <laughs> each other and survive off the land for 21 days. Like is, it, have, have, is it that long? Well, it, I thought it was like a week. Well, it's different, like, because the news shows are 21 days, I think. But when it started, it was 14 days. But, uh, um, yeah, it's pretty entertaining because you get several dynamics on there. Like one couple that was on there, the guy was ex-military, ex-law uh, enforcement, very rigid and structured. And his partner, the girl, was like a, a flower child, like mm-hmm. super hippie, you know, like, so they ended up clashing pretty hard. But, but, uh, which I don't is, know. It, which was the perfect casting. Right. It's just like when they cast people for, uh, Survivor season one and every other season since, they look at personalities and who's going to butt heads and they throw them together. So, so it's, it's not like, uh, two married people. They're strangers. No, yeah. They're strangers. Yeah. And like a lot of them, cause since they're totally nude, they have, they, they get to bring one, item each so one of them will bring like a flint and a fire starter um twisted so, fire starter yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the other person will usually bring like a machete or a hunting knife or something like that so they try to build like a um oh a home site and build like a something to keep them off the ground with like bamboo um shoots and stuff like that and they have to huddle together like at night because it's cold so <laughs> like i tend to think there's there's some naughty things that go down so or in my own mind i think about Wait, what channel is this on i now i gotta watch it discovery channel has anyone ever brought a blow-up doll no but that would be awesome that's like their one thing that they can't do without so yeah and the one and the lady's probably like so Instead of bringing a fire starter or a knife or something, you brought this. Well, I was counting on not getting along with you. <laughs> that's probably, a, <laughs> probably, yeah, that's probably a makes sense. True statement. Yeah, checks out in my mind. I'd be like, hey, could if if I was going to get casted on naked and afraid, could we go somewhere tropical where it's warmer? Because if it's cold <laughs> and rainy, it's uh, yeah, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be shrunk I'm, up I'm really a grow, bad. I'm a grower, not a shower. That's it's right. It's not going to be impressive. <laughs> and I did see, I've watched a couple episodes, and there was one episode where, like, the guy and the girl just, like, basically right from the get-go, they're, like, standing looking at each other's junk naked They're just to get it out of the way. They're like, you know what? It's like, let's make this a non-issue because you know, I'm not the type that, I mean, now if I had a 10-inch long and was in the perfect, you know, physical shape, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. But <laughs> but since that's not the case in either of those points, it'd be like, okay, just get your giggles out and I'll talk about your flat boobies and we'll go on about our day. <laughs> See, I think going on that show, being hung like a gerbil would be um, a positive thing because you're not going to have to worry about your dangler hanging down and getting like a, a snake wanting to bite it or something. Right. Like Stuff like that. Yeah. They got Dude. like a eagles flying around that come down and try to swoop at it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Early see. Bird bird like a worm. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it might do you good to have a big one though. Cause like you could lay on your back 
and fasten like big tropical jungle leaves to so you it. have your own tent that's right. right protect yourself from the from the rain the inclement weather i guess if you fall forward it'll keep you from falling all the way forward also. <laughs> right right now, okay, like now if, if you're trying to stay warm under your makeshift tent are you going to be the big spoon or the little spoon depends on who i'm with <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you two are, <laughs> or do you go face to face or uh, butt to butt or? I don't know. I'm always the big spoon. I'm just used to it. What if you get some female that's like six five, three fifty, drives a Mack truck, and I'd consider be the being spoon? the little spoon. No, <laughs> I, I think she could do for more for me than I could do for her. <laughs> I'll be the little spoon. <laughs> Keep me warm. Like just maybe. wrap wrap those boobs around my the back of my neck and keep my ears warm. You know. <laughs> me personally, my partner would probably be laying face down with a ball gag in. Um, <laughs> and that's the one item you brought. Yeah, so big spoon. Ball big gag. spoon. Yeah, big spoon. <laughs> Professor, you didn't tell us if you'd be what? the big spoon. Uh. He'd be That's the tough. sad spoon. It depends. If uh, if I was single going on that show, I think either way I would probably end up being the big spoon. You know, who knows if I'd make it out alive or not. And, you know, might as well have a little fun before you go. Because I did see, <laughs> I did see one episode where the like one of the producers actually got bit by a poisonous snake. Yeah, I and saw ha- And had to get like, choppered out and everything and rushed to a hospital yeah so i mean i think it's i think it would be bad enough just to be somewhere fucking rainy and cold naked with somebody i don't know and then you throw poisonous snakes into it not very fun no no i'll tell you i i could handle all that but i cannot handle walking barefoot like Seriously, like your feet have to be super tough to walk across like all these jagged rocks and the hot sand and like uh I I don't even walk barefoot in the house. I wear slides when I'm at home. So Scott seems all manly. All right, let's kill this wild animal and then he'd be like, Oh, I stepped on a sticker. Let me put my homemade sandals on. <laughs> yeah, that's so the one item you brought was your slides. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you can smash things with them. You can sm- <laughs> and they float. Like if we're in the ocean, they'll float. <laughs> Float, floatable footwear like Crocs that's where it's at <laughs> on the next episode of Naked and Afraid <laughs> it's a crikey it's a croc attack and not the animal not the <laughs> Scott's like beating people with his Crocs yeah. <laughs> they, pr- they protect your fists when you're punching too it's like wearing like the padded gloves for like martial arts and stuff so Crocs are multifunctional yeah, I'm not sure I'd ever wear them. Although the I kids, think, I think they've come in back into style with the kids. And my older stepchild bought a pair, and I was just like, "Seriously, Crocs?" <laughs> it's like I thought those were going out of. I thought that they were going out of business anyway. Yeah, I did too. <clears throat> I wore them to school once. I got my ass kicked. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Well, I, I think this is probably a good point to end episode one, gentlemen. I think so also. Right on. So, I guess if you'd like to follow us, this this is the hard part, I think, about a new podcast is coming up with what to say. We are on social media, though, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Is that all we're at? I think that's all we're at right now. Yeah. We're not doing so, Facebook, at least at this point. But yeah. Twitter and Instagram, and that's... Pornhub to come. We'll see about that. That'll go yeah. along okay. with the Naked all and right. Afraid video. <laughs> well, I'll have Pornhub playing on my end while we're doing the podcast <laughs> just so I can watch it. <laughs> Which reminds me, they have you seen those GoPros for your cock? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cock ring with a video camera in it. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I know. I How will amazing. Totally get one of those. Wear, wear it during a Naked and Afraid, so you got the cock point of view you got the cockeyed view <laughs> does it go yeah. on the tip or like one of them the well, it might be all you have <laughs> so i mean that's i looked at it and i was like yeah there's no way i can wear that like the, I, I the could, band I, is the band is wider than what i have so yeah i could <laughs> I, I could wear it but the only video it would catch would be like fingers going up and down so <laughs> And there's a peanut butter sandwich for some reason. What the? (laughs) And a long tongue. Like, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch, that's rough. (laughs) All right, before we go much further off the deep end, I think we should end it here. I guess we'll uh, talk to you next time. Chat with you next week. Yep. Laters. Off feet of Zane. (laughs) 